And that's the coolest thing is that Enneagrams can all also bring us closer together just in our relationships because we can understand each other a little bit more. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm an Enneagram 9 wing 1. And I'm Emily. I'm an Enneagram 8 wing 7. And uh, welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. So I have decided to re-download my dating apps, um, even Except though... Tinder. <laughs> yes, we know we can. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> when you're banned from Tinder. Fuck you. <laughs> Happy 2021. Um, I, even though John Berger would definitely um, discourage this entire conversation, I am so sorry, John. Um, <laughs> He's giving you a thumbs down right now. I know, but like, low key, we all know I asked John Mayer out, and that's, and I'm not saying like, please, girls, ladies, my gals, girly pops, ask John, ask, ask John Mayer. Ask John Mayer. <laughs> Ask boys out, please. Like, keep doing that. Um, don't stop doing that. Just because I pick unemotionally available um, assholes does not mean that you do too. Even though if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Hate to break it to you. Um, especially if like you identify more with me <laughs> than you do with Hannah. This is very true. If you identify with Emily, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you identify with me, let's chat. Let's get coffee. I hate if you, you. If you live here or anywhere near here, here she, is North Carolina. She, she's desperate for friends. Literally, I'm about to buy friends are at this you, point. Gonna I'm gonna, oh my gosh, I should get on Bumble BFF. You should. I'm going to make an account. Do it. Do it. And we'll do I'm, it. And then I'm accidentally... Isn't there like a Bumble business too or like Bumble yeah. artist or yeah, like it's something? Bumble biz. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe I can make musician friends too. Oh my gosh. Join me on Bumble. Not not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you> kidding? <laughs> um, yeah, I re-downloaded Hinge and I had like 90 people like waiting to They're like, to me. I wonder if this redhead green eyed girl is ever going to get back to me. Thank I was you. going through them and I was like, ugly ugly she was i was sitting here scrolling on my phone i was like oh my god the sass the true hey, utter sass. i know my worth you were like oh this one has a dog the dog's cute and i was like wow it was, it was a chihuahua and it was cute you and small dogs i'm over here like don't give me a chihuahua give me a golden retriever like that golden retriever pepper we puppy pepper <laughs> the golden retriever Hannah's, puppy we saw i can't speak you today you're a speech pathologist and you're struggling today with your speech yeah because i've been speaking for eight hours to children helping them learn how to speak correctly my tongue is all over the place your tongue tie <laughs> i am oh my god okay so what i think i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start going on like like a, at least like one date a month until i move purely for this podcast um not for my romantic life in general is my gemini venus coming out i feel like it is just yeah, a little bit yeah. um mm-hmm. well we just realized that we just right now our lives are just there's no point in me developing a current relationship right now if i'm moving to california Thank in like you. september october um although like I, I had an interest in developing a relationship with john mayer purely because like there was that friendship there and everything yeah, and like we, we guys are, had similar interests we already and all knew that. each other and everything so like it wasn't like starting from ground zero or whatever but um just standards are different and so yeah hannah really is a big problem on me not having a boyfriend by the time i'm out to california because she's like what if you like 
meet a guy while you're out there and like you're in this relationship i'm like well one i would just dump my boyfriend then. i'm just saying <laughs> you're about to pick up your life and start a new one all the way on the other side of the u.s the time difference you're gonna have so much freaking fun you don't need ties you don't need ties so, it's just going to cause you heartache. It's mm-hmm. going to cause you stress, mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out to bars in LA. You're going to see cute men. They're going to approach you or you're going to approach them since you do that a lot. And then you're going to like find uh-huh. somebody and they're going to go, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, oh, crap. So-and-so from back home. Yeah, I would just mm-hmm. dump them then. I would just be like, hey. And then this watch them fly their out. ass out to LA and like try to win you back. That's, How funny would that be? Um, not my that's, that's not my that's not my problem. Um, well, I, it is, but no, it's not. <laughs> like I broke up with you. I didn't tell you to go on fucking United <laughs> Airlines. So, I'm sorry, Spirit Airlines, Fair. probably. But the, the guys that I date, Spirit Airlines. Um, Spirit makes me nervous. Frontier. <laughs> like, they're just kidding. Like, no hate, Spirit, but like. <laughs> Like if I you're charging me sixty dollars for a round trip to like Japan, although I will say it is a dream of mine to have someone chase me down in an airport and confess their love for me. Um, just saying, it's also a dream of me for a boy to write a song about me, which is why I date musicians. Mm. Um, there are musicians in LA. You know what would just save me all this trouble uh, is mm, if you, LA. if you just wrote a song about me and. You know, I would never have me. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's already it's already on the books of things to do. <laughs> what? Yeah, like like what's that Ellie Golding song that she Arnie? wrote? Yes. Like <laughs> we need songs like that in our life. Like we need more songs about our best friends. Like what the fuck? Like why are we not? And yes, I just said the f word. And oh my gosh, I don't know how I feel about this on the podcast. I'm hyperventilating. I don't know why I enunciated that so much. But like, why are they? Fuck. <laughs> It's my mouth, okay? <laughs> don't, I don't care what you say. What you say has no no, no relation to me. <laughs> we are two separate. Um, except for Moe's wanted me to pay again for your meal today. Cinco de Mayo, my butt. I mean, you could And did ha- they even give us a $6 quesadilla? Because it didn't look $6 to me. It looked 8 I don't know. Okay, what is the point anyways, of your story? circling back. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, we need more songs about our friends. Why they always got to be about relationships? Like, we got some boss babes up in this I don't, I don't know. world that we I, need to write about. I'm, 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 I'm not a musician. Maybe, I'll, mean, be, maybe I'll be the one. I mean, I mean, you could have wrote a song like 15 for me about boy breaking my heart. Like Taylor oh, did for trust Abigail. Me, you don't know how many times I've wanted to use your situations and songs. Do it. I don't okay. fucking care. I will. Do it. <laughs> like, like how Taylor Swift wrote Champagne Problems about Selena Gomez. I didn't know that was about Selena Gomez. Pretty sure it's about Selena Gomez. Mm, interesting. When you listen to it, it like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Feel free. Yeah, so like Go right from ahead. your point of view. Yeah, okay. Go okay, right sounds ahead. good. That's my new task. When I have a free moment in my entire life. <laughs> Literally every day is consumed by everything other than music and so frustrating. I mean, I mean, like I write films about my situations. So, you know, there you go. Might as well make a profit off the pain. <laughs> Heartbreak pays bills. <laughs> I like using other people's perspectives. I think it brings an interesting... It's a challenge, too, because it's, like, not writing from something personal, but it is personal in the sense that like I know. Like how she did with Betty and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, like from a different perspective, and other people can relate to it. But, yeah, that's my tangent. Sorry about all the tangents. It wasn't that long a tangent, but okay. Feels like it. Yeah. Um. So is it toxic if I go on dates with men purely for this podcast? I don't know if toxic's the right word. I think You're just having f- fun. I think it'd be a fun experiment. You know men on the on the dating apps do that shit. Go they on just, dates being Well, cool. maybe not for specifically a podcast, <laughs> but they just go on dates to go on dates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, it's a good way to meet people. It's a good way to get a free meal, too. 
Just always send me your location, please. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll keep you guys updated on that. Again, I'm, I'm looking at my hinge right now, and yikes, ain't none of these men. They're all also named Matt. I would also like to point that out. We Every have had s- too many Matts in our lives. I have seen way too many Matts. Escort, please. On- I mean, not escort. Um, <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> I don't fucking know what you're trying to get at. Exit. <laughs> Exit, Matt. Exit. Yeah, um, I've just realized that I I have dated so many like not attractive dudes, and like I keep giving all these fours a chance. And um, when you give a four a chance, it's like Billy Eilish said, um, you give a gu- ugly guy a chance, and he thinks he rules the world. And I feel like that's what I've been doing. And I know my ass can get my myself and my ass actually um my buttocks um can <laughs> get someone better <laughs> so yeah that is that is what my mission is in life i'm reading like all these messages that people send me and um give us a couple give us a laugh so okay so if you're curious on hinge you have different prompts and everything like that so like my first prompt is i want someone who dot 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 and my answer is is funny kind and willing to avenge my death should i get murdered yes because that, yes absolutely absolutely yes. and then someone said although i would avenge you i'd prefer not to lose you and just ventilate the sucker who tried murdering you in the first place and this dude is saying this while holding a kitty cat and his name is also matt <laughs> Matt with the cat. <laughs> um, my other prompts, because I, I honestly love my prompts. Um, let's debate this topic. Favorite item at Trader Joe's. Um, the salsa. The penne arrabbiata is my favorite. The frozen penne arrabbiata is my favorite. Um, the queso is also great, too. Um, and then the cookie sandwiches. Uh, and then the last question is, let's make sure we're on the same page about dot, 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 the air conditioning. It's a very yes. important thing. It's so important. I can't tell you thing. how many times I am freezing because our AC is on 65. Yes. Um, but so, I like to be cold, so. So, yeah, that's where I am. Ooh, he's attractive. Yes. Hello. You guys are getting real-time hinge <laughs> right now. She's, like, on Oh, hinge. my God, this dude's asking me about my podcast. Hey, it feels like a lifetime, so I'm not 100% oh um have i matched with this i've matched with this guy before <laughs> oh my god he reached back out and talked about the podcast that might be it he might be the one that you need to go on oh my gosh he's the one you're gonna have so much his good name, contact his name is keegan you're gonna s- wait what's his last name I, oh you don't they, they don't have last names no well <laughs> i mean they do they do but we do not personally know this dude um He's not from, he's from St. Louis. Oh. So he's not, if you're thinking of a Keegan that you might know. No, I do okay. not. I was just curious. Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to dox him like you're on the podcast either. Clearly he listens and remembers it. Wait, so like, wait, is he currently in St. Louis or is he here? No, he's, he's okay, here. Okay, so we're going to make this happen because we need content for our story times. And we need, we need to know about you and Keegan. Okay. We need a nickname for Keegan. Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> Since we blasted his name already, he's just going to be Keegan. (laughs) There's really nothing else we can do at this point. Like, watch you, like, oh my God. Nothing's going to happen with Keegan. Uh, This is great. I love it. Okay. (laughs) It could be John. So we picked the first date. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like he's like, shut up. Stop (laughs) speaking. I feel like this dude, I think like he tried to go on a date with me and like I just kept bailing. 
putting it changing, off. Yeah. Changing like, the date. Yeah. Saying something um, was up. Yeah. Because like with me, like I know immediately if I want to go on a date with you or not. Like I'm trying to lock down that date. Like soon I'm trying to get the app ASAP. And he has my number. I think, I think we hadn't exchanged numbers. I think I matched him on Tinder possibly. I don't know. I'm, we're going to find out. Um, we are. We're going to delve into this conversation. Yes. <laughs> this evening. Okay. On Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no pressure for me or no anything. No pressure. None at all. None at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I realized that like I am so weird when it comes to dating, I think. Like I, I don't usually just go out on dates with people. And I know that there's some girls out there who will just go on dates like with guys. Just, you know, like let's just go. Let's just see how it goes and everything like that. Like I have to really, really like be interested in you and like because i'm like what if it's like so boring because i've been on those dates before and it was awful granted the dude did introduce me to like one of my favorite films um which is what we do in the shadows um i've briefly mentioned this before on the podcast because mm-hmm. it is, the director was taika watiti yes and, and i love that <laughs> name uh, taika watiti like uh, just so mm, i love it i have no uh, idea who this person is but like taika watiti <laughs> it's just so fun homeboy still slides into my dms okay i and that was the thing too so i was talking to my nail tech she's the reason like i've thought about all this because she's just like trying our nail tech is like superior stop going to her please um if you live here because oh yeah yeah please because we're trying to book appointments we can't get fucking appointments now like we need to just stop posting literally we need to stop posting our nails honestly everybody keeps asking me oh my god who's your nail tech and i give her a shout out and i'm like Wait, okay, but like, please. Okay, like, you guys, like, don't. now I can't fucking get appointments with her. The, the amount of like people at, of course, like food places, because that's where I spend a lot of my time, that have complimented my nails this this past time has mm-hmm. been outrageous. And I'm like, mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, like, she's the tits and everything. Um, but she's also. Shout like, out, but not gonna give a shout out so that we can still <laughs> keep our appointments. So, but like, she's also like my unofficial therapist. Oh, 100%. She's a great listener. Um, mm-hmm. And um, she like, was pushing me to like, just start going like, on random dates. And I was just like, like, what am I going to do? She's like, it's just like an interview kind of thing. Like, you just get like practice and everything. Because like, you haven't gone on random dates like in forever. Like, you're so used to dating like guys you already know. Like, here's the thing. Like, I know when a guy likes me. Um, I have guys sign in my DMs all the time like that I knew from school and everything. And that was like one reason I went back to grad school was to get my master's degree. But it also was to find a dude to marry. Like I was trying to get my MFA and my MRS at the same time. Um, and that didn't really work out. I did date a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like my Gemini Venus was in full swing. This is very true. <laughs> it was. You were. Aww. This was your prime dating yes. season. Someone literally, like one of my friends, literally called me. She was like, "Um, it's fine. Like you're just a player." And I was like, "Oh no, I've turned into the fuck boy." <sighs> you either. It's okay. You're not one anymore. You either get married or you live long enough to see yourself turn into the fuck boy. That's what it is. Um, but I'm not one anymore. So you're admitting that I was. <laughs> minute that you were <laughs> i was just saying i don't think you are i didn't think you were uh-uh. i don't think you are mm-hmm. you're on the right track mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're setting boundaries mm-hmm. you're kicking people to the curb well, clearly like you know you're seeing sayonara it fucking sucks it does <laughs> because now i'm bored and lonely <laughs> not lonely no, go be that girl go be that tiktok girl 
get on with your bad self, stop being lonely, go and fantasize, romanticize, emphasize <laughs> your life, go make you some friends who will go on a picnic with you. need that on <laughs> Honestly, like, that's actually a really good Go idea. fantasize, go romanticize, go, go emphasize your life. Like... Um, so Snaps. like new merch idea? Yes. I want stickers. <laughs> I tote? want water bottles. I want totes. <laughs> I want a shirt. I'm here for it. <laughs> Let us know if you would like it on a shirt or a tote. Because we all need totes. We got to stop with the plastic bags, y'all. We got to stop. <laughs> Do you ever feel like <laughs> a plastic bag? Okay. We're, we're so all over the place, but I love it. <laughs> I freaking so hate what that is, song. What is your captivation this week? Okay, my captivation, I don't think this has ever been a captivation. I know I said that I'm watching it, but I would have to say Younger right now is my captivation, the show. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Really, I've really. Been, I've been on really, this train. Um, I started watching it when it came out. Really down in the down in the hole. Are you, are you, what, how long, how far into I'm on, I think, season three. So are you team Josh or team Charles? Oh, I've, oh, I'm definitely team Charles right now. Ew. Really? No, no, I am. I will always be Team Josh. Okay, well, till the I, very end, mm, she will a, end up with. She's, she's going to end up with Josh in the end. Well, she, it's here's Josh. my thing. Um, I am not Team Josh right now because Team Josh is going after Hillary Duff's character, and I cannot ship them, and I will not because no, you don't do no, that I, to well, your I'm, best I'm friend. I'm talking about yeah, like Team Josh. Like I, Josh is just one. Nico Tortorella is like the most beautiful human I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I will say that till the end of time. Um, he's in an open marriage, so I still have a chance. Um, <laughs> like one of the most beautiful humans I have ever laid my eyes on. Literally, the moment walked onto screen, I was gasped. I was like, "Oh my god!" No, he's stunning, Ugh. stunning. Mm-hmm. But for Liza's character, I want her with Charles. No, no. Mm. It's just too perfect to not. Mm. I mean, I don't think that's how it's going to end. Up. Um, you know the guy. Her plays, ex needs to go. Uh, you know uh, the guy who plays Charles is married to Mariska Hargitay, Olivia Benson on Law and Order. Oh no way! Yeah. Wow. Yes. I love how famous people are all married to famous people. But yeah, the show is great. I am ecstatic that there's like seven seasons. And I like that the episodes are short. But yeah, so you guys should really watch Younger. It's on Hulu. It's great. It's fabulous. I love Hillary Duff. Um, what's your captivation? So my captivation is, let me actually get the, the name of the product right. <laughs> <laughs> me every day. It is from the brand Color Wow, which I think is only at Sephora and like salons. But it is the Dream Coat Supernatural. Uh, it is an anti-frizz treatment. So my coworker was telling me all about it because she is a hairstylist. And she was like, you know, this is the most amazing thing. Like if you like blow dry your hair and like you want like a really sleek like blowout, you don't want frizz because that's like always my issue whenever I blow dry my hair, even though I have like the dry bar um, brush uh, single shot blow dryer that's like a brush and a blow dryer in the one kind of situation um it still gets like a little frizzy and she was like you've sprayed this like all over your hair and last like two to three shampoos and it will give you like really really sleek hair and it is amazing like it's super thin like it's literally like water like you're spraying on your hair and I don't have that much frizz I feel like my hair lays really nicely and flat and like I honestly don't even have to like straighten it that much like after I blow dry because obviously like when I'm using like 
the um, brush to blow dry my hair is it's gonna blow dry it straight because I'm brushing it out while doing it um I haven't tried it like with a regular blow dryer because I don't own one to know like if it would help like my curls or whatever because I do have like a natural like wave pattern to my hair uh but as far as eliminating for it's like for straight hair like it's great um I do still use like my leave-in conditioner uh, with it and then like other styling products. So like I use a volumizer as well and like an oil, like on my ends to like help with breakage and damage and split ends and heat protectant. But yeah, my hair has looked like silky smooth ever since I started using it. And I'm like super impressed by it. So like shout out to my coworker. Um, I doubted her at first, but I was like, you know what? You did go to cosmetology school. So like, I probably should listen to you. So, and so all of these people told me to buy the same product and I am the dumbest person in the entire world Wait. because I didn't know you had to blow dry your hair after using it. So I'm wondering why the heck this product is doing nothing for my friends. Is. <laughs> so dumb. Is it like activated by heat or something? Oh my. Oh my gosh. I've just been spraying it on wet hair, drying it out. Let me see. So dumb. Okay, so if you get this product, make sure that you spray your hair and then blow dry it. Because <laughs> apparently that's the only way it works. I hate my life. I have been using this product for like three weeks. <laughs> incorrectly <laughs> and you don't but, use it every single time you wash your hair no, like it you won't know work. i don't wash my hair every day so <laughs> i wash my hair like twice a week maybe so um wow that's great i do use the olaplex leave-in conditioner that stuff smells incredible see i use the way leave-in conditioner Ugh. and then i use the way volume spray and then i use olaplex bonding oil or i use the gisu oil because i love the gisu honey infused hair oil on my ends Wow, I just learned something. <laughs> I, I was like wondering like, why you're looking at me I in like amazement. I was like trying not to laugh at myself the whole time you were explaining <laughs> Your to me. Your eyes were so large. I was like, <laughs> you're really interested in what I'm saying. I forgot that you bought it. No, I'm not interested. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I should, this is why you read how to use the products, okay? I'm sure it says it like somewhere on there. Oh my God, I literally hate my life. I'm sure it does. Wow. Hold on, I'm gonna go pull up my support. Just so I'm gonna pull up my support for disgusted in myself. <laughs> Moral of the story, read your products, learn how to use them correctly. Yeah, and shampoo, condition, and towel dry, divide hair into sections, spray liberally on, and evenly on damp, not wet hair. So oh. like make sure it's oh. like <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> do not apply other styling products while the hair is wet. I still do though. I still um apply my leave conditioner and my friend who's a hair stylist does too. You can apply styling products after completing the dream coat blow dry. Okay, so requires blow drying with tension to activate. So tonight when I try to use it. Requires blow drying. Requires blow with tension drying. To I love activate. it. I love that for me. <laughs> every day is a school day, as Emily says. Every day is a school day. Okay. It's like a mini keratin treatment. Um, and it, so like, it helps to like create like a free result. And like, it's humidity. Not if you do it like me. And it's like humidity <laughs> blocking. Everything I need in my life. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. So we're going to do like, well, Hannah just hides in shame. I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping really quickly for you guys. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. We are at the gals guide pod. I'm also at Emily Elise. And I'm at Hannah Nicole Adams. 
Don't listen to her for beauty tips and advice on her Instagram stories. Only listen to me and follow me for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to um, start doing hair tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would love it though. They all love my hair. I just don't know how to use products. <laughs> this is how you curl. <laughs> this is how you brush your hair with a big fine tooth comb. What is the accent? <laughs> Follow me on Instagram for a good time, not a long time, okay? <laughs> that would actually require me to use Instagram. <laughs> Follow Emily on TikTok. She is over, way over 10K now. She blew up, y'all. Blew up. Yeah, well, let's let's get on to our guests. (laughs) This intro is going on far too long. (laughs) So we have a very special guest coming on the show today. She is one of my close friends, Allie McKinney. She is an amazing international photographer, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear the rest of this episode. It is absolutely stunning and she gives such a good advice so if you are like an expecting mother if you um are an entrepreneur you've created your own business um and you want to like turn like your hobby into like your main job this is an and you want to learn how to balance it all with your relationship this is the perfect episode for you guys so i hope you guys are so excited and let's get into today's interview Alrighty, gal so today we have a very special guest and a personal friend of mine zooming into the studio you've probably seen her her photography all over your Pinterest page or chimed in in one of her captivating clubhouse chats. She is a powerhouse. She is a published editorial and a wedding photographer with a growing photography mentoring and education business that helps artists grow their businesses. Everyone, please welcome the international photographer, Ellie McKinney. Oh, that made me feel so special. <laughs> well, you are. So. I sweet. do have to say, I do pride myself on writing very intriguing intros on people. That's been like my you one do. thing. <laughs> I like felt myself blushing. I was like, oh, she's talking about me. <laughs> I am so happy to have you on the show today. I've known you for probably like over a year now, I think. Yes. And I've been able to like watch your entire life I think just take off completely so, change yeah like while everybody else was like slumming it during pandemic you were like nah nah I'm raising the bar I'm doing extra I'm growing my business I am changing the game and I am absolutely here for it yes uh, I think I just mentioned you the other day to my friend who's getting married and she was asking me for wedding photographers and I was like okay well here's my dream person it's Ellen McKinney <laughs> <laughs> literally the amount of people the amount of people I've told I'm like I just want to get a boyfriend just so Ellie (laughs) can take photos of me and him like that's the only reason I want a boyfriend is so you can take our photos I'm here for it so you know (laughs) it's so funny but um some people will dm me that they're like I don't have a partner yet but when I do and I said just keep me in mind. I'll be here whenever you're ready. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm going to, like, you're not even going to be the first person to know, Hannah. Like, I'm just going to text Ellie immediately know, and be like, be like, I got a boyfriend. Like, let's lock this down. Let's get the photos before he let's runs away. Photos, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> we have to I'm document it, you know? So, yeah. It's fine. We truly have to document it because we don't know <laughs> if it'll happen again. <laughs> but before we like dive into this episode I do want to ask you one question because we ask all of our guests what is your current captivation and what that may be is either like a product you're liking a tv show a film music a skincare 
item, whatever it may be that you are just like absolutely obsessed with right now and you can't get off your mind? Oh my gosh, this is going to sound so lame, but <laughs> my biggest, oh, it's got to be Clubhouse right now. And I sound, it just sounds so silly because it's an app. And we went through this wave of where it was new and fresh and mm-hmm. then people became addicted and you had to separate yourself because you're like, what is this new app that is taking all of my time? But now I'm back into it. And I heard Instagram is coming out with a voice only feature. Really? So, I now this is word on the street, you know. I'm not sure how yes. official what okay. I'm. <laughs> Ellie's got the insights. Let's we're here. Go. We're here for the tea. We are here for it. But I am here for it. So if I don't have to shower one day and I can just speak my business passion into existence, honey, like I will be on Instagram even more. So right now, Clubhouse is where it's at because I can just like sip coffee in the morning and get my business inspiration going and connect with people. Um, especially in Australia. I don't know why, but anytime I connect with somebody in Australia, we're on the same wavelength. It's very strange, but interesting. Completely just encompassing all of my excitement right now. See, that's me with Canadians, but I feel like that's not exciting. (laughs) It's like, it's like an Australian. I'm just like, you're just a couple miles away. Canadians are really cool too. I don't know what it is. And of course we can't put people in a box, but why not if they're cool, you know, like they just get that cool card immediately. And it, it's really neat how Clubhouse can just, I meet people and I've, I've never, it's just short conversations, but I swear, I feel like I know part of their soul now because they've shared something so deep or just uh, part of their thought process. And so you get a different side of people, which I just am fascinated with. Oh, especially the hours of the night that I see you on Clubhouse. You're getting yes. like the raw version because you're on there like 1130 <laughs> at night. I'll, I'll be like... like my toddler goes to bed and I'm like, going to say, got to put the house is probably popping right now. <laughs> we can't go to the actual club. So we're going to go to clubhouse. So we're going to clubhouse. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all I'm known for right there. <laughs> I love it. But I mean, like you, like, I feel like that's just like an interesting app to, I think to like get on because I've been on it. I think I've, I've been in some of the same chats as you and everything. Hannah has I've popped into like, what? I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm afraid I'm unmuted and I'm going to say something. And I don't think you can do that. I'm just really confused. It's so nerve wracking in the beginning. It really is. You really like blew up on it. Like you've been doing I like amazing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure. I just, it was so strange to be honest, because I got on there to learn and I love to talk. So I knew I was going to end up speaking on there at some point. And then people just started following. And I was like, well, this is like, what am I saying? You know, like what, (laughs) what are they even getting out to the table today? Us when we started a podcast, (laughs) honestly. Like we like to talk and we like to talk to each other. So, so why not put it out there for the whole world to hear, you know, you might as well. Yeah, totally. And my, I have a mentor and he was like, I need you to like, put yourself on blast on your bio. Like you have so much to celebrate. You've done so much and you never want to admit to it. You have to put it on there. And as soon as I did, it was like, I didn't have to speak to people as if I knew more or, you know, those weird things where you try to prove yourself. None of that had to happen. Cause I was like, if they're like, Oh, what she's, you know, what's she about? They're just going to click on my bio and kind of get a gist. So I mean, yeah, you have every right to put yourself out there and like hype yourself up because I looked at your bio about it. I looked at your bio. I looked at it. And like the first thing you see is like in my first year of photography, I made six figures. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Dang, girl. I never told anybody that before. 
You know, like, I had that's never the stuff spoken you it, hear. spoken about it. Right, right. Yeah. And well, so like, I mean, just genuinely, like, people, yeah, people who are, like, starting in that field, like, they want to know the ins and outs. They want to kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like that money's such a touchy topic. So for you to be able to do that, that's awesome. Yeah, I think yeah. it, like, makes, it gives you, it makes you vulnerable, but I think it gives you so much integrity and credibility because it's, like, oh, dang, like, this is what she's doing. Like, I want to hear from her. Like, I want to know how to make up six figures. <laughs> I want to know how to do that. <laughs> And one of, the first things, one of the first things I say is you have to goal to make six figures so that you could actually bring home money since you spend so much in photography. And then it hits people like, oh, this is, this is not even, you know, me trying to say, look, you can make six figures. Like your, your own goal should be that if you're an entrepreneur, because you're only going to bring home a portion. So it's just a really cool starting place to have that topic of conversation. And then like, also our relationship with money and what that looks like and why aren't we talking about it more? So yeah, it's absolutely. just a whole interesting concept. Speaking of that, um, I guess just to kind of like dive into that and like really get into like the nitty gritty of like who you are and everything and why you're here. Um, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> one thing that um, I want the audience to know that while they're listening, like you are how old are you? You're like 30. I'm like, how old am I? No, I'm 31. <laughs> 31. Okay. Okay. That's yes. what I thought. Um, but like you are a mother to a three-year-old, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. You are a dedicated wife. You yes. are an international photographer, which you said <laughs> earlier, you're like, I don't like to claim that I am an international <laughs> photographer. I'm like, you're going to Monaco. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Monaco. <laughs> But you're capturing like all these like amazing couples and like you're mentoring all these like amazing photographers like as they're climbing oh, their way sure. up. Yeah. What is that like and how in the world are you balancing it all? Mm. Yeah. Just to be honest, I really stink at work-life balance always have. So mm. this year uh, in total over the past year, I've hired four people. So it's not just me. I have a creative assistant, I have an associate photographer, I have a travel assistant, and then I have a virtual assistant. Mm, so wow, that's awesome. You know, I think before, and they're all part-time, these aren't like full-time employees that I'm like, salary, heck yeah, like let's do this thing. <laughs> I mean, come sure to my I house did, every like- day, work in my home office, you know. Yes. Maybe one day. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was one thing where I was going to hire a virtual assistant and then I fell in love with three people and I was like, well, all right, you're all on board. Like, let's go. <laughs> because it's a nobody, good problem to have. Yes. Nobody could um, fit all of the things that I needed. And I was like, why am I trying to find one person? Because your creative person is not going to want to do finances or look over emails for details and all of these things. So it was like, I know that I want to focus on things that I'm good at. I'm sure these people do too. So I just had an open conversation with each of them and was like, Hey, this is actually what I need. I made the hours a little bit less, but they were all part-time anyway. Mm -hmm. And they were all like stoked to focus on exactly what they wanted out of the job description instead of having to like learn about SEO if they really don't care or like, you know, whatever that looks like. And so, man, I've got a dream team right now and they know how much of a hot mess I am behind the scenes. And it has been so helpful. Like I'm supposed to be in Wilmington this weekend and I didn't have a hotel and my travel assistant is newer. And she was like, okay, well, I'm going to take this over for you. So, and so instead (laughs) of like me even booking, she has like 
um, the information and kind of knows me for like what I'm looking for when I stay somewhere. And uh, she even like found a pet friendly place. So like my little family gets to make it a vacation. It's just things I would have never, yeah, yeah, never been able to organize and put together myself. I would have just been like hustling and going somewhere by myself to just like hurry up back home. And instead we now have like this fun week at the beach on top of me getting to photograph a couple in love. And I'm just like, is this my life right now? And so I have to realize like as stressful and as crazy it gets, I just need to continue to be thankful that uh, this is an option, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that it's great that you can look at like what your workload is and delegate other people to help you out and everything. Because I think that's one thing that a lot lot of people, especially entrepreneurs or people who are their own creatives, um, photographers, filmmakers, business owners, whatever it may be, when you're first starting out, especially like, it's really hard to like, want to delegate other people to help you or even just ask for help because you don't want to like feel like you're a burden to anybody or just like you want to feel like no like I should know how to do all of this like I should be like be able to fill every facet and like it's physically impossible and it is the quickest way I think to lead to burnout as well too and it was something that I definitely learned um like directing my own film was like Mm. I it does not matter if I don't know how to work sound equipment. That's not my job. My job <laughs> right. is to hire You're people the visionary. who are, yeah. My job is to hire people who are smarter than me and know how to work the sound equipment. That's that's not my facility. Like my dream is to make sure everybody knows what the vision is of this film and clearly communicate that so we can achieve the same goal. And I think that's something that a lot of people like when they're starting out, like they just it's hard to accept, but it's very important to accept. So your business doesn't like go under and you're not like sinking under with it with all the stress and anxiety and everything because oh my gosh for sure we're not at that point yet but like I hope hopefully one day we're at the point where we can hire an editor (laughs) to edit all of our episodes yeah (laughs) she's like yes Yes, about that life (laughs) she's like yes because I don't want to do it anymore (laughs) (laughs) but like we were saying earlier like do you do you feel like personally your growth was overnight or do you feel like it was more slow and steady and what was that adjustment like for you Mm, it was a I'd have to say a little bit of both I was surprised that people actually wanted to hear from me because I knew I wanted to give a lot as far as information and opinions I'm full of those and you know just I wanted to give answers. I had so much trouble finding answers whenever I was a photographer and the photography industry can be cutthroat. It's just, it gets a little rough while there's like beautiful communities within it. If you don't know where to find those communities, then you're sort of stuck asking people who don't want to help you or, Mm -hmm. or trying to find it on Google and maybe it doesn't show up and then you confuse yourself and you spend two weeks when one person could have helped you get it in 20 minutes, you know, a lot of gatekeeping kind of thing going on with it as well. Yeah. Just so stupid. Lord. But yes, it was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm on this earth to make a difference. And I wasn't sure other than for sticking up for, you know, different situations such as LGBTQ or Black Lives Matter or whatever that is. I just thought, okay, well, there's even more I can do because here's, you know, all these new photographers who are either thinking they can't do this full time, which isn't the case, they totally can, or thinking their market is oversaturated and it's not, or thinking they will have to be 
um, stuck doing a certain type of session because it brings more money whenever they could truly become an expert in a different area and have a passion for what they do on a daily basis. So it's just, I wanted to be that person to make a difference. And I thought, you know, I used to be a retail executive. And so I was always managing people, large groups of people. I got sent to different stores to do different things, grand openings, blah, blah, blah. And I came to photography and I was like, why am I so lonely? Like, this is a beautiful job. I should be celebrating. I'm doing cool things, but I'm not happy still. Like there's something missing. And then I started mentoring other photographers and that was, it just clicked. And I got some pushback from people in the industry saying I was too new or you know, just wasn't in a place to be able to share information and help others. Yeah, we're going to shake that finger at them. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm just amazed because like, when did you start like mentoring? Like what year was that? How, how many years like into the industry were you? So I started photography in 2011, which most people don't know. And then I took time off because I was obsessed with my job and I was like, I'm going to be the best. And so I just put everything into my other job. And then whenever I became a photographer, I just became full-time three years ago. So uh -huh. people were like, who's this new chick and what is she doing? And to be fair, I have a decade of experience of helping individuals develop within a career. So that part's not new. Yeah. But other people in the industry gave pushback and it was hard for me to get over that. You feel like oh, you're sure. yourself as a photographer and then you get into education and it's even worse because people call you out on it. They're like, but you, you know, just the things that we deal with on an everyday basis from society, I guess, from a judgment perspective, same thing happens in photography. So I just found the people who believed in me, went with them, you know, created my own tribe. And then now we've surpassed the people who were once telling me I was crazy. Because I'm like, did they see your work? That's what I was about to say. Your work speaks for itself. <laughs> like, so, bye. <laughs> like, what? like, it's stunning. Um, <laughs> I'm like, um, okay, they must I'm have like, been looking at the same thing I was looking I'm like, at. Yeah, I, don't, I would not even, like, like, just looking at your website in general, because I love your website. Oh, oh thank you. So your website is beautiful. But just looking at it alone, I would I would assume automatically you've been doing this for decades. Like, I would just automatically oh, assume you. because it just – it looks so professional, but then on top of that, your photography, like, you know, your niche and you know, yes. your style and you have like a voice clearly in yeah. your work and it's very, very clearly sought out. And mm -hmm. it's like, I had a friend look at, uh, like I was, like I said, like I was look, she was looking at your stuff for her wedding and everything like that. Um, and she was like, she makes me wish I had ten thousand dollars to spend <laughs> everything. She was like, she was like, I am so poor. She makes me wish I had the money. She's like, because she was like, I've seen other photographers who charge the same price. Not that yeah. you charge ten thousand dollars, but like, she's like, I've seen other photographers who charge the same price as you. And she's like, and that's not, they're not worth that money. But she's like, I, she's like, I look at her work and it's like, that's like Vogue magazine material. Oh, like she's thanks. like. She's that's like, that's incredible. worth the price tag. Like that is worth thousands of dollars and everything. Oh my gosh. That is oh, just so kind. And it, you know, the question you asked me about, does it feel like it just happened overnight or yeah. does it, it feels like I worked myself to the point where it makes sense. But at the same time, I feel like COVID, as you mentioned earlier, was the year where a lot of people were taking a back seat 
And I was just in that thing. I mean, I was everywhere I could be online. I was learning more. I was producing more, not in photography, but education because I never have had downtime. So the fact that Mm -hmm. there was some, I was like, how am I going to use this to elevate my business and to show up more? And so that's the part where it felt like last year was the year that it just grew exponentially and just really fast for what I was ready to take on. But then I just, like I said, I ended up hiring because I was like, I could lose money over this. You know, like this is a taking a chance that's really scary. But then it always works itself out because now I'm able to make money through the things that they're helping me with. And it just all makes sense. So what a, what a strange, but good time. (laughs) I know. know, Like I completely understand. I, I, I think with you, like you really took the time to like harness like your music and everything like over the past year and like Mm -hmm. really get into that. And, um, luckily like we both have jobs or like artistic jobs that like allow us to work from home like with screenwriting I really don't need to be around other people um so like I wrote a whole movie and you know did a whole movie and everything you worked on a whole album and everything (laughs) so it was just you know finding more of those luxuries and those moments um even though like you can be like put down like by the hard times and like let it like drain you which I there's days that it did that to me but I think like for you like you really like just took the bull by its horns and just was like I'm going with it I'm running with it um which I think is so interesting because I looked at your birthday earlier and you're a cancer yeah and I was (laughs) just would I was like I was like asking my mom because that's how I met Ellie was through my mother I love your mom but I was like (laughs) so much I was like, is Ellie a Virgo or a Capricorn? That's like, what a- people ask me all the time. <laughs> you have the qualities. Yeah, yeah I was going to see Capricorn. But I wasn't all, I'm not naturally that way. I've like molded myself into, very much molded myself into who I am, which is strange to admit because I've been a, a chameleon for so long and just adapting and fitting the needs of others where this, I don't know, something about my 30s. I was like, no more. I'm going to be who I want to be. I'm going to create this and stick to it. And nobody's going to tell me differently. So it's a developed cancer, right? <laughs> looking at. Hey, <laughs> 30, is the new 21. 30 is the new 21. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, actually, actually, we're just claiming it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm telling myself as I approach 28. Um, <laughs> I love but it. I do want to ask you really quickly, because I do want to talk about Enneagram and everything. Oh, because yes, of we're, course, we're, de- of we're definitely going to get into that for sure. Um, but after all, we are a a dating podcast. Um, and so I was wondering like what advice you may have like for the working gals out there that like listen to our show that maybe like you and spend, um, like time away from home traveling and everything. Like, are there any special rituals or practices that you like and your husband have to keep your connection like so strong since there's times where you probably are away from home and I'm assuming he's probably not traveling with you to every place that you're going. We are changing that. Oh. (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that yet. So he is transitioning to work with me. I'm trying to change for me into with me. Okay, I'm really working on that. I like that. I like that. I like that. He is, um, yeah, joining the team. So his entire life routines are probably going to be changing quite a bit um, starting this summer. But from where we have 
been and how he has supported me nonstop from the beginning. There was never any question to him. I took a job with benefits that was super incredible. I actually loved my job, but decided to leave it because I wanted to be a mom, thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. It's not your girl's journey. So ended up being a photographer and went part-time really, I mean, went from part-time to full-time really quick because I just, I enjoy working so much and now I'm okay with saying that. Um, but you know, we had to really say, you know, we don't have much time for each other right now because our little boy needs it the most. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sure that could go into a whole other conversation of what's more important, but as a couple, we decided, you know, his, his time with us and making him the priority in his younger years to feel supported and all of those things, we have to put our life a little bit on the back burner as far as like how many date nights we wanted or whatever it was. But then there was COVID and we're stuck together this past year anyway. So <laughs> it kind of worked out, you know, it worked out. But for, for those people who are in a relationship or going to be in a relationship in the future and try to find balance, it's okay if there's not, if your end goal is to gain it in the future. And I think that's mm, one like thing that. that we don't talk about enough. Like we knew our life wasn't exactly where we wanted it to be in the moment. But what we did decide was these are the steps we have to take to have that lifestyle that we want to fight for, for the next 20 years. So we'll spend the next five years in a pretty, you know, tough environment to make sure that our future is set on exactly what makes us happy, which is that quality time and traveling and things like that. That's awesome. Yeah. But I think it's great that you could also like you're able to delegate like your time and acknowledge that like my son like is like the more important person right now and like you both can come together and kind of take that on together instead of feeling like it's more like one-sided or whatever it may be and I think it's great that he also like wants to like work with you as well too um and you're able to do that together I mean I don't know many couples. I mean, my parents are one couple, even though my mom likes to claim her business as her own thing and like wants my dad <laughs> to like leave her alone sometimes. <laughs> but like, I don't know many couples that are able to like work together like that. And I think it's amazing like when you're able to, because I know me personally, like there are times when I'm like, um, no, I don't want to date somebody who's in my field and like have to see them 24 seven because you want to have that separation of like work and home life and everything. But then there's sometimes when you realize like, no, like my work life is more of a lifestyle and it's mm -hmm. consuming all of my hours and all of my time. And I mean, if you're willing to come along for this ride with me, like I'm more than welcome to have you there as well. Instead of, you know, getting bitter and getting jealous and, um, mm -hmm. you know, feeling like regretful or whatever it may be. Um, so I think that's great that you guys aren't able to acknowledge that. And it's super healthy as well. Yeah. It's, um, it's hard. You know, it really is. I'll say that because I don't have much patience. I like to go 500 miles an hour. And if you can't keep up, I'm sort of like, well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, he's the patient one. And so it's a beautiful balance. And just to be able to see how much better I can be with him, you know, and, and how much more I can take on because now it's a team effort between the both of us. And it's just like owning your own business, right? Everything's harder, but you're way happier. And that's how, that's how I feel like this is too. That same exact feeling of, yes, it's harder because we have to actually work through our issues instead of go to work and ignore each other for a day and come back home and maybe be over it. Mm -hmm, <laughs> then we have mm -hmm. to handle it. 
right then. But at the same time, that brings more happiness because we're able to overcome, you know, these conversations. And so everything else in life comes easier. Yeah. Now that it, we've had all this practice. Yeah. It just, requ- it just requires more honest and open communication yes. um, and everything instead of just um, we've had another girl, Kirsty Taylor, on our podcast before, and she does like this one thing, like with her boyfriend, where they have their weekly f- quote unquote fight. It's not really a fight. It's just mm, like, yeah. okay, like let's address like, is there any like thing going on with you right now that like that like I'm doing that's like upsetting you, whatever it may be. Instead of just like you know building build, it in, holding it in, and like waiting and for like the right moment to say something. It's just like no, like this Let's is our weekly in. thing it's like a weekly check-in almost yeah like is there anything that we can like do to adjust or anything like that and I think that's so great that you guys are able to do that and I mean obviously you're married so like you know yeah <laughs> I, I would hope <laughs> you're able to do it's a whole other dynamic <laughs> I know I was like I hope this works out because if we don't um uh, we can't change my business name okay still needs to be like photography just gonna have to just get over it <laughs> yes we are contractually together now in two yes. different ways <laughs> <laughs> so did your career take off or probably around like the same time as like you gave birth to like your child and everything like or was that like completely like separate and like you had a chance to take a breath at any point <laughs> yes he was six months old and it took off completely so I was already busy I remember sitting in the kitchen and he was in you know this little rocker thing and he would take naps and during the naps I would build my website That was like my time. There was no doing dishes. Honestly, like my husband came home, he's a pharmacist and he would come home from work and and do the dishes and not complain because he knew, why am I getting emotional? (laughs) (laughs) I've never told this. Um, And so like our house would be a mess and it's like what you see in the movies with moms. They look like they've been ran over by a car and they're just like trying to keep up. And, uh, yeah, except I was the kind of wife that didn't even do housework, you know, like I, me. <laughs> I wasn't honestly even. me <laughs> and I'm still the same way. He does the dishes and I made him hire a yard person this year because I was like, if you're helping my business, you're making even more money. So you need to give up something that you're working so hard to keep up with for our family. And like, let's help another business. Like we can do this chain effect where we're continuing to like, help others and local businesses and things like that. Why aren't we thinking of it like that instead of being so overwhelmed and not having a free second? So we've changed our mindset around a ton of things, but um, yeah, I think being married, having a child made it a little harder, right? But being married to a partner who's, who has that team mentality made it easier because then I knew home was being taken care of. Our little boy was happy with both of us and we were able to like navigate that time I love that you say it like that like that you've had this team mentality it's almost like having like that growth mindset instead of like a fixed mindset about the whole situation it's just like okay like how like you're almost like this is how we always talk about too like whenever like you're having like a disagreement like with like a partner or whatever like you're looking at it's you guys versus the issue instead of you versus you kind of thing and you're able to just resolve it so much better and again it's just like you're delegating as well too like with like the lawn work and everything like you're delegating yeah things in your personal life and in your work life as well too so I commend you for that yeah. that is amazing <laughs> I'm like I'd rather do an extra session a month and exactly. have somebody help with the yard so that we can have family time instead of just 
oh, fighting for time, like fighting to just keep up. It just, it, it hit me and I was like, none of this makes sense. Let's change it. All right, done. Now let's enjoy yeah. life a little more. So yeah, I That's love that. Awesome. I love that. Um, so we're, we want to get into Enneagram, like we said, uh, <laughs> It is your jazz. It is your bread and butter. Oh, and you finally love. posted Enneagram 8 the other day on your Instagram. <laughs> took me a year. I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> I took me a long time. <laughs> I was like, my number is like the second to last. It's going to be forever <laughs> until we're there. But first off, like, I want to know, um, can you just tell us a little bit like why it plays such a significant role like in like your career and like what your number is and just a little bit more about that? Because we've done a whole episode on Enneagram before, but it was mainly just like really surface level stuff. Like these are the numbers, this is what they mean kind of thing. But what does it mean like for you? Totally. And I can make this really easy. We are better people if we're more self-aware. We understand the way that other people are perceiving us, the way that we affect others' lives, especially as business owners. And we can also figure out what's stopping us from growth. So with all of that, it would seem silly not to want to know what your Enneagram is, but it also uh, is something where you have to be very vulnerable. And if you read your number and you're a little bit offended at times, then that probably means it's the right number. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. (laughs) Trust me. I always tell her, I was like the day, because we had um, my friend and my producer Epiphany on the show and she's the one who did our Enneagram episode with us. And at first, like when I took the test, like I tested as like a three and I was like, this doesn't feel right. And then she was like, oh no, sweetie, you're definitely an eight wing seven. And then she read me the eight wing seven description. I was like, fear of vulnerability. (laughs) Yeah. What's up? (laughs) And there are so many tests out there. And my husband got a three and like, we almost, we almost had it out because I was like, like people, right. no, honey. <laughs> I, I'm like, no, there's no way, honey. No. This is a three as well. I, yeah. I'm, I test as a free, uh, free. Oh my gosh. I've been around kids. I'm a speech therapist. I've been around kids all day who can't do their TH. I, do, I got a three. But you're oh, really yes. a nine. But I was like, this is not correct. No. And I feel as though there's one test out there. I'm like, do not take it because everybody gets a three. And I'm like, why are you taking this test? It's the wrong one. (laughs) Probably the one we took. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Probably. I don't know if I should call them out or not, but I'll send you the links to the ones that you should put in the show notes. Yes. Okay. There's the paid one that is the most accurate in my opinion. And then there is the free one. That's a long one to take, but it's worth it. And you know, after my husband tried to tell me he was the achiever because that's what the three is. Well, if you hear the achiever and it excites you, then you're probably not a three because achievers don't want people to know that they're trying to achieve so hard, right? (laughs) So It was so funny, but um, yeah, he's the loyalist, the six, which makes total sense why he didn't even ask me like, hey, what did you do all day? Whenever I was working on my website, he just knew I was the type of person to always be working on something and it must be worth it to me. So it was just like the, the Enneagrams and the way that we interact with each other is so important. But again, that self-awareness piece is the main reason why anybody should want to know. So what number are you? Three. Wing a three. two. Okay. You are a three. Okay. Yes. Okay. With the wing yes. two. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, when I first like, was reading all about it, I thought that maybe I was a two because I do have those people pleasing 
tendencies helping you are you're like the mom like when we go somewhere you're like or like if something bad happens you're like I'm gonna help I have it under control yeah I am like I well that's where the a comes in and that I am the the control freak (laughs) (laughs) like we went to New York and I was like we got to the airport I was like everybody give me your tickets like just let me check everybody in I was like this girl acts like I've never been on a plane in my entire (laughs) life but I know exactly how to work this thank you next (laughs) But I was like, like, I'm like the peacemaker. So I'm like, here, have it. It's fine. Like, yes. we're, we'll go. <laughs> like, we'll follow your lead. Like, it's just like, I just, that's why I direct a movie. Like, totally. I just, I just take so much more comfort when I'm in control because then I can be mad at myself if I get, if something messes up and I don't have to get mad at somebody else. That's what it comes I love that. To. I love that. That's I a rather, good reason. That's yeah. A good reason. I don't want to like get mad. I'd rather just, if it goes wrong, I'd rather blame me than blame, like, you or something else. Like, yeah, because if you blame me, I'm going to cry. Like, that's what we're trying to avoid. (laughs) But, like, there's, I think, when you're put in, like, in certain scenarios, I feel like, especially, like, when you're put in a work scenario, that is when, like, your number really comes out. Because I know for me, like, when I was on set directing my film, there came a point on the last day, we're at the last venue and like shit's hitting the fan at this point like things are <laughs> we're behind schedule we can't find a certain prop all this kind of thing i have five thousand people talking to me and i literally was just like you do this you do this you do this you do this i need y'all to be quiet we need to get this done go find jordan go find epiphany done and everybody was like yes think <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just like, I can be fun. That's where my Enneagram seven comes in. Like I just, yeah, like the seven is just like a partier, like wild and crazy. <laughs> um, that's where that definitely comes in. But when like shit needs to get real, that's when like my eight comes out. Um, and then I also just have that casual, like fear of vulnerability and everything. And just like, yes. you know, don't want to open up to anybody, um, because emotions are weak. <laughs> <laughs> But like I thought, and that's where no, go ahead. No, that's where like writing the different enneagram numbers and saying, "Hey, as a photographer, as a creative, it's still relatable. As a business owner, still relatable. Here are the things you're really good at. Here's what's stopping you from growth, and then here's how other people are perceiving you. Because I think what we do is we can put ourselves in a position where it's hard to recognize what we're good at, what we're even known for. Other people can see it so clearly about us, right? But it just is something that we struggle with being able to understand exactly what that is for us as business owners. And so writing the Enneagram post was all because I kept hearing my mentors say they don't know what makes them stand out. They don't know why they're special or what they're supposed to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I could tell them in two seconds why they were special, how they stand out, what their work looks like, words that remind me of their work. I mean, it was just like immediate, just answers I could throw at them. And so I thought, what tool can I use to help these individuals development on just like a quicker level? Because we don't have years to figure ourselves out as business owners let's do it now so that we can drive results. And maybe that's why I'm the achiever. I don't know, but it's just one of those things where I thought I can help these people quicker if they're open to becoming more self-aware. And so that's whenever I thought more people need to see this. I'm just, you know, I was really wanting to share it. And then again, my mentor was like, you need to make posts 
post. And here I was, I was like, I, I'm not an Enneagram expert. You know, I don't have like a certification. And yeah. he's like, who cares? Like, Honestly, who, like, what are you even talking about? There's so many Instagram accounts that are about Enneagrams. <laughs> like I'm 99% sure not all of them are like certified in the in Institute or whatever. Totally. Like they're just drawing cartoons. And it wasn't until that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, all right, done. I'm doing this. It, it just, I needed, and that's why I love like mentoring in general and having a mentor because it's somebody who can help get you to that next level and outside of your own head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like get you out of that like imposter syndrome. Cause you know so much about it, yes. obviously. Yeah. Like, yes. We, yeah. we had, a, we had mentors for this podcast. Um, uh, okay. Oh, sis. Cool. Yeah. They mentored us. And I mean, like, they're the reason that we were able to have freaking Case Kenny um, on our podcast who has like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram yeah, and like has like so one, cool. the, uh, one of the Apple's top podcasts. Yeah. Like they were like, why aren't you reaching out to people? And we were like, we don't think, people- we don't think they'll want to. Come, Come talk to us. And they're like, what? No, <laughs> like, no, get, get you a list, get their emails. Like, go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. And so we got like, we did, (laughs) we got like this past week, we had a New York times bestselling author, like reach out to us to be on our show. And so it's just been amazing. And I think a lot of people, I always encourage having a mentor. I think it's always great. Uh, I have one with my filmmaking and he is not to toot my own horn. My mentor has an Oscar. Um, <laughs> so I always like to brag about that, um, that I have an Oscar award-winning mentor. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but like that. Who else, who else should I have as a mentor if he doesn't have an Oscar? Like, <laughs> truly, <I'm sorry. laughs> truly. But like you have and a mentor that's why that I- music. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And is, I'm interested to know, do you think your mentors are the same Enneagram as you? No, my mentor is not for sure. He, Mine is not either. My I mentor, think there's something to that. Yeah, my mentor, Peter Warner, if anybody's curious who my mentor is, um, look him up on IMDb. <laughs> uh, he is Buddhist for one. So he is very calm, meditates like five times a day. And it's just Ugh. like an overall, just, he is definitely probably like a two um, or a nine. Uh, he is just, you know, just calm, serene, uh, and just like a teddy bear. He's an old man. He's a 70 year old man and just like directs like a ton of episodes of Law and Order and like, things like that. So, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so not, like, not like the same vibe as like a serene person. Um, but, like, I mean, I adore him. He's just almost like a grandfather figure. I feel like to me, that's how our relationship has always been. Um, his wife is definitely an eight. I've met her and I adore her to death because she like the first <laughs> thing I think the woman ever said to me, she was like, this is just my opinion. Then again, I am a bitch. And I was like, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Fun phrase. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's where I find it so interesting because I, you know, speaking of clubhouse was in a clubhouse chat and they were like, do you find that it would be more beneficial to find someone the same as you or an Enneagram that's different? And I truly think that there is something to that. Having somebody who's different than you, who can push your views to say, not everybody thinks the way you do and that's Mm -hmm. okay. So maybe let's rework your mindset around these things. And it's just so beneficial. I definitely do not think two eights should be mentors together. Like, <laughs> I should not, for sure. That's got not never going to get worked out. Nothing's ever going to get solved. We're going to fight for control. Like it's just never going to work out. <laughs> like 
so much validity to that. <laughs> like, we're just gonna fight the whole time. Fist up, ready to go. But I, I don't know any other. I know you, your friend Heidi. She's an yes, eight, correct. Yes. yes, but I personally, I don't have any other friends. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea say, Clayton. Chelsea? Chelsea Clayton yeah. is an eight. She she used to be a two. She said, Love but it. now she's realized she is an eight, and we are so similar. We've never like fought or anything. But I don't have any other friends that are also AIDS. Um, that you know. That I know of. That you know of. For, you have I have of. a lot of four friends, though. I do have a lot of friends that are fours. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that says about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, it's interesting because I, in different parts of our life, I feel like we can, the Enneagrams, every human is made up of all of them, right? We can all relate mm. to being afraid of losing control or the fear of failure or the fear of not being supported. And that's the coolest thing is that Enneagrams can all also bring us closer together just in our relationships because we can understand each other a little bit more. But whenever it comes to these situations and who we attract and who ends up being around us more is so interesting because I want to be friends with any eight I have ever met. <laughs> it's so fun because as a three, I just want straight up honesty. Like give it to me real so that way I can get better or let go. Like what, what is it that I need to do to get to the next level? Eights are just going to hand it to me and help me realize things really fast. And then for my child, our perfect nanny was a nine because she was willing to help these situations and foresee um, confrontation maybe arising in the ways that we were doing things and offer advice and help and all of these things. And so I appreciate every single Enneagram and the way they affect other people's lives. Again, the reason I wanted to make these posts, because I'm like, I don't need an eight telling me how to take care of my child. Okay. Like I just valid, <laughs> valid, 100% valid. I, I understand. I, I would be like, excuse me. I am a good mom. Okay. Uh, no, I, I understand. Then, I understand. And then the Enneagram nine is going to be like, you are such a good mom. I was thinking the other day, whenever we were putting up books, if maybe we blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. Thank you. Oh <laughs> That's why I keep her around. That's why I keep her around. <laughs> so it's yes. just interesting how we can think of our partnerships, our, the way that we do life and, and who we're looking to do certain things with and how it benefits us. So very interesting and mind-blowing. Has Blaine taken the Enneagram test? Yes, I think he's a five. A five. I don't remember what that is called. The investigator. So he knows the ins and outs of how everything works. Yes, yes. I, think the, I, think the doctor, <laughs> I think the doctor was also a five. When he first took it, he got a nine and he was like, uh, that's, he like read it and he was like, mm, this is not me. And no. then he did it again. Totally. He was like, oh, this one. Yep. If yeah, he took that daggone test, the wrong one, then I can't stand. I'm going to be like. probably <laughs> did. At least he didn't get a three, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And here's the thing is we can get into different mindsets. So I personally recommend if you're doing it for business to figure out what type of entrepreneur or, mm. uh, you know, business leader you are, whatever it is, take it with a business mindset. How would you treat your clientele, your coworkers, all of these things? And then you get a little bit more of a clear answer on that end. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so do you think that knowing like your partner or your best friends, or even your, do you know your assistants in Enneagrams? Yes. All of them. 
See, See, I was going to say my boss, like one of her questions to us was like, send me your Enneagram if you've taken it. And I was like, that's so cool because like, she like took the time to like read through them all and like has like, you can definitely tell she's like implemented that and how she like speaks to us and how she like does certain things She is a smart, she's a wonderful boss. That's so interesting. Yeah. Meanwhile, my boss just asked for our birthday so she can know her Zodiac. (laughs) So I was like, I mean, I'm like, not, I mean, I'm a Leo in every possible way, but like, like, I'm so much more at the same time. Um, <laughs> she was a Gemini. So, I mean, I don't know what that says. Um, I'm also really curious to know what you think my mom is since you know her. Um, because I cannot for the life of me figure out what her Enneagram is, but I, I think, yeah, I think knowing everybody in your life's Enneagram in a way could definitely yes. benefit like different ways. So like, Almost like how like love languages are, like if you take it Absolutely. like in a relationship mindset kind of thing, like you were talking about, and how like you communicate like love and everything. I think it's super um, helpful, especially that way you know how to communicate and when you're stressed or when you're happy oh my gosh, yes. to your partner. Do you think that's helped you and your husband a lot? By far, by far, and I didn't look for it too. We just both find it interesting to talk about each other's weird ways and why we do the things that we do. And so over these conversations, it was Enneagram based and we've done love languages and and all types of fun stuff, but it wasn't until Enneagrams that we had to talk about how we dealt with hard feelings and how it comes across to one another. And it just helped us realize that whenever I want answers now and he can't, you know, not that he can't, he's not ready to speak of exactly what he needs. Cause he's still trying to figure it out that maybe I should just be a little bit more patient, you know, that that's the way he takes in the world. He has more anxiety than I do. And it's weird because before this, I was like, well, we both have anxiety. So we both, blah, 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 blah. you know, oh my me? gosh, what a wonderful <laughs> wife I am. But it sounds like <laughs> me though. <laughs> I'm like, we both have this issue. Like stop acting like this. If we can handle it this way then, but um, that's not fair. And he handles his anxieties differently than I do, where I just want to like take them on straight on and just overcome those bad boys. Um, press them down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just, just push them down till they build back up. We'll just keep yeah, That's what eights do. Yep. <laughs> emotions. I don't have time for that. Yeah, what are our emotions? Yeah. And then you feel you know, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> just like in the moment feeling everything and for him I I had to realize like you know what you are more anxious than me we can all feel these things but the way his personality works is it's crippling it stops Mm. him in his tracks from certain things more than it does me because I'm excited by things that most people aren't like if there's a problem I'm like oh heck yeah let's get this I wonder how fast I can solve it yeah and then my my husband's like oh, but what if this happens? Or what if you do that? And then this is the outcome or what if it gets worse? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't go that far. I just handle it. And then, so it helped me realize we deal with the world in very different ways and we have to respect each other's boundaries and the time that it takes to deal with things. I'm sure he would freak out with my plan to move to California because I have no plan. I'm just moving. I'm moving in the fall. I don't have a set plan (laughs) whatsoever. I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. And like everybody in my life is like, (laughs) Emily, when she just has an idea, she just puts her mind to it and it just happens somehow. Of course. And I'm like, yeah, I just, why just don't question it. Like just do it. It's the impulsivity. Meanwhile, Hannah be like, 
oh my god I need to have like a detailed like itinerary of how to do it I'm sure uh-huh, yeah I like plan to move into an apartment for like months before oh my gosh <laughs> no, meanwhile I'm like why don't you just move already like, I can't I can't I'm like you got can't. you got the money saved up just do it <laughs> and it, it's just nice to know that you, there's so I don't know life is short you know, so the more time that we could spend learning about ourselves and creating more genuine, honest relationships and accepting more people, the better. And that's why I'm such like an Enneagram nerd. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. you can use every like different number, like in your life somehow, like, and they all complement each other in a way. Um, and I know there's like so much you can get into it with like growth and stress and everything. I'm sure I'd understand that. And I still <laughs> don't really understand it. Um, cause I'm just like, Mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm people pleasing, that's me when I'm stressed, not growth. Um, but okay. Um, so maybe that's just my codependency at the same time, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been such a delight talking to you and everything about all of this. And I think that some people, if they have more information, like they want to know about Enneagram and how to help their business, definitely they can listen to your clubhouse chats. Cause you talk about Enneagram a lot on clubhouse. I've definitely sat in on some of those totally. um, with you before. And then you also, like you said, like you have like your whole little post like on your Instagram about everything and it's not just exclusively for photographers I don't think like it it, you can adapt it all into like different business aspects if you're a business owner if you are a content creator an influencer whatever it may be I think you can adapt all that into your personal life and if you are an influencer uh, or content creator you can also hit up Ellie for photos as well You can so buy I time in her schedule this morning. Yeah. <laughs> or like go get engaged and then <laughs> I mean, let's get married. Okay. Let's, let's have a wedding. <laughs> Just elope on the side of a mountain, which in you Greece. did. You <laughs> eloped on this, like you had with one of your workshops. Cause you, that's one thing you yes. do with your mentorship. You yes. used my friend Zoe and Parker for an <laughs> that elopement. Is too fun. I didn't know you guys are friends. You did like a really cool, like elopement session and like you're allowing yes. like, all these photographers to come in and like practice and like take advantage of like, you know, they haven't booked an elopement session before, but they can use these photos for the portfolio to help yeah. them grow and everything. And I think that speaks very closely and in tune with your Enneagram three as well. Um, but there's so much more we could talk to you about. We have loved chatting with you. Before we let you go, uh, we like to end like every episode with a survival tip. So basically like oh. one little last piece of advice that kind of wraps up everything um, that you want to give to our listeners. Oh, good. I like this. Y'all ready for this? Yes, <laughs> always. We're going to see what comes out. Okay. okay. <laughs> My biggest advice would be we, honest opinion, we live in a world where the only person who can stop us is us. So we have to figure out and become the most self-aware that we can to be able to realize what is stopping us in our tracks and understand that if we can overcome those things that are only within us, then we can reach new heights. No matter what goals you have in life, no matter what direction you want to take, no matter how big your dreams might feel, how crazy they might feel, you are the only person stopping yourself from getting there. So pay attention to your own actions, your own thoughts, your own triggers, and figure out ways to overcome them to get to the next level that you want to be at. 
I love that's that. That's what I got. I love it. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to go finish building my <laughs> photography website. Because <laughs> I keep delaying that. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, so any updates? <laughs> no. Yes. Nope. 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 None whatsoever. <laughs> I love it. But... Thank you for coming on. We have adored talking to you. Let all of our listeners know where they can find you. Go ahead, self-promo all you want. Love it. Hit me up on Instagram. I also love DMs. So if you're trying to navigate this Enneagram experience, just let me know if I can help. And it is Ellie McKinney Photography. Real long. Can't change it at this point. Uh, But everything is in my bio if you want to find links to extra tools and resources and all the goodness. And we will leave links to um, her Instagram and her website and everything in our show notes as long as well with the Enneagram test that yes. is actually good. The good um, one. <laughs> <laughs> the accurate one. Yes. We will leave all the links in the show notes. But thank you so much for coming yes, on, Ellie. It's you. been such a delight to talk to you. Yay. Thank you both for having me. You're both the sweetest. And I can just talk to hours. <laughs> And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which will be linked in our show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.